Good morning and welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and on the line from a long distance away, I've got Meredith and Tony. You're from Spirits with Smoke, is that right? That's correct. Tony, are you in the background? Yes, I am. <laughs> so look, this is episode number 158, so I'm, I'm expecting you're going to carve a piece of wood with that number in it, and I want to see, yeah, see that as part of the, uh, your Instagram post. Oh, we can definitely laser engrave a couple pieces of wood with 158, well, we, we and can, then we'll send it to you after we take many pictures. That would be actually kind of cool. I, I know. I mean, look, you can just do it virtually and make it fun, uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, look, so Spirits with Smoke, and I have to tell you, I think we, I mentioned this offline, you caught my eye on Instagram, and I was thinking smoking jacket with a cigar and whiskey, but that's not what you do, is it? No, I mean, it's kind of close. So what we do is we sell smoked cocktail products. Yeah. So there's all big craze where you you know you smoke meat. Now we're smoking drinks, and so we sell the wood and the products to make that happen. But so what? Uh, let's go back because it's is it something you grew up with your grand? Because there was a reference in your website about grandfather and thing. Is it something you you grew up with and you knew someone in your family did this? So more so for the grandfather side of things is actually the way where we get all our stuff made is actually my grandfather's wood shop. Oh, right. So we were working at uh, 1H and Empire in the Marriott downtown in yeah. Calgary. Yeah. And a crew of us were kind of trying to figure out what we want to do new at the restaurants. And after a few too many drinks at the local pub after work, <laughs> we kind of came up with something. And I was at the time making a side table at my grandfather's house. And I, was yeah. like, I would make the smoking board. But what, I mean, so, who makes smoking boards? Later. No, but like, let's go back. Okay, so the source I get, and we can talk about that. But let's go back. Who's done this in the past? I mean, I've never heard of it, and I, maybe I'm just I'm really old school here. So, to the best of my knowledge, we were the first place in like Western Canada doing smoked old fashions, and I was the first one making those boards. Before that, um, there was a push from some bourbon companies in Kentucky that were doing smoked cocktails using their old bourbon barrel stains. Oh, okay. So like the old wood that has been infused with a lot of bourbon flavors, but they've been used 12, 15 times, so they can't use them anymore. Yeah. In the whiskey trade, so they were just breaking down barrels and giving them to restaurants to say, hey, do try something. And that's kind of where we took that idea and turned it into something to brand new. Okay, so they took that, those old co- uh, coke, those old oak kegs or barrels and they just chopped them up and said, do something with it. What did they do? Throw it in the fire? And then, I mean, like, you know what I mean? What came first, the chicken or the egg? What did they do? How- Definitely the fire part. So um, a lot of it came also is from, like, smoking guns. You know, like the lovely dome and the <laughs> yeah. wood chips and all of the working yeah. machinery. Um, so they would just, like, chop it up and smoke it in that. It's just very slow, and it doesn't really work very well for a restaurant setting. Yeah. You want, like, that would take five, maybe five, ten minutes, and no one wants to wait five, ten minutes for a drink. <laughs> wait, so, so they were we, they were mixing the smoke with, they were doing this in some kind of a, so let's take that keg, and they would burn it, but they captured the smoke, because I noticed that's what you kind of do, but, like, what, again, did they put it into the, you know, did they mix it into the alcohol? Is that what they did? Uh, so basically, like the science behind it is what they would do is the smoke would sit on the glass in the cocktail. Yeah. And uh, glass is a little porous, actually. So it's got a bumpy surface. And the smoke and the flavor actually clings to the glass and also clings to the liquid and the alcohol. So it'll kind of mix in. So it's a, it's a blend of both aroma and uh, flavor, aroma, so, taste. 
So it's kind of yeah. like you know when they do the when they do those uh, tequila those daiquiris or they, they they do the salt rim. It's like a you've got a smoke rim. Is that what? It, is oh, that, yeah, yeah. That's actually a great analogy. It's a garnish, essentially. That's, yeah. yeah, it just so much of what we consider to be taste yeah. and flavor does come from your sense of smell. It's like when you have a cold, yeah, and you can't smell anything, you can't taste anything. Brilliant. So we're kind of going on the opposite end of the spectrum. The more you smell, the more you're going to taste and enjoy your drink. That's incredible. So wait, so the so back to that analogy with the salt or the the sugar rim. Can you? You know, kind of like that salt. You remember? I mean, I grew up with my dad and the cigars. Those what they were called, the cigarillos with a tip, and we just suck on that tip because it was flavor. That, <laughs> that flavor is kind of what it sounds like. What you're doing with a drink, your your senses are working overtime. That's incredible. Exactly. That is incredible. Yeah. So your first, so you're sitting around in the Mar- is it the Marriott or no? Where was that? Yeah. Where we would drink every single night after work. Yeah, this this is a Calgary friendly or this is a children friendly podcast. Just ignore that last comment. Anyway, go back. <laughs> Sorry, okay, go back. So you're sitting around and you're like, we'd like to have a smoky drink, or we had a PD whiskey, or what was? It? I mean, that's pretty cool. The pivotal moment. Well, like, we wanted to create something a little different, so we were already doing like we were testing out smoked cocktails using the old staves of the. Like the reps have given us all the old bourbon reps they've given us. Yeah, but we're like we want to do something cool, and then one person ended up saying we should do French tableside service, like the old Caesar salads tossing at a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immersed experience, and we're like, well, maybe we should smoke cocktails at the table, and then we're like, well, maybe we should do five different woods, and then three different sugars, and all of a sudden we have this cool thing that Spirits of Smoke has been born from, yeah. and the restaurant offers twenty seven hundred combinations of and old fashioned. 2,700 combinations? Yeah. And that's where we started our business because I was the one manufacturing all the boards and whatnot my grandfather's shop. And my grandfather taught me how to do it all. So he he was doing it before. Is he, I can just picture this. He kind of comes out of the shed in ornery and he's like, here you go, son. <laughs> or you're, I mean, was yeah. that, is it like that when you grew up or was it uh, he was making these boards? Uh, he was making other things. He was always making a lot of stuff on the lathe. And yeah. like he's, he's had a wood shop since he was probably 25 Yeah, as a hobby. Uh, so but I got to learn how to do things. And he's like, okay, well, if you're doing this, this is how you're going to do it. So, And he kind of taught me to make my first, our first smoking board. But That's, I mean, it's incredible. Because I look at they look quite you, – you, you go to your website and that you, the visuals capture them. I get it right away. It's kind of like that – was it that ch- – chicory board or charcuterie board where they put cheeses on you guys is that something that's what the board looked like reminding me of yeah we, i make uh, the other half the other business i have that's what i do i make charcuterie boards that's what my grandfather specialized in. this is incredible i mean this is one of these terms i mean i'm overseas and someone mentioned didn't you know about a charcuterie you go to safeway and get a charcuterie board and i'm like what <laughs> this was last year and i'm like i never heard of the charcuterie boards and it's it's a pretty it's a trend that's been around for a while i guess Oh, definitely, yeah. So, <laughs> I want to go. Back, I want to go back to the lathe and the woodshop. And I mentioned off, offline, a friend of mine. We were in Dubai, and he went back to the UK. He was a Brit, big rugby player, professional rugby player. And I started seeing these posts on his Facebook, or his wife's Facebook, and I'm like, "Who's making that?" So what he was doing was taking driftwood in the lathe, you know, kind of carving it into these amazing sculptures out of driftwood. And so soon enough, he's doing videos. And I, 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 Tony, this is for you. The wood shop. You're camera shy, or wait, is is it Meredith that's camera shy? Oh, 100% it's me. Tony's 
You both are. Cody. You both are. <laughs> Even when we first started this, he ran out of the room. <laughs> the podcast or the the work? The podcast. He like briefly ran out of the room and was like, <gasps> and then came back in. <laughs> I didn't see that. I think there's a good opportunity to video that next time. But look. Oh, I will be. So so look, listen. I mean, just quick. This visualize your lathe, your room. So so he would just show some pictures, and then we had kind of offline chat. So Brendan, and and literally he would go. He'd show video of the beach where they'd grab the driftwood, throwing it into the van, and then he would show the lathe and he'd break, you know, the kind of stages that slow-mo video or the fast video, you can really play with it. And now they do, you know, they they, they do transition phases. Here's the sketch, and then here's the, the charcuterie board, but then here's the, the final product. So, I mean, I think there's something there, and you can involve your grandfather. That would be so nice. That would be so vintage if you brought your grandpa into it. Oh, no, no. That would actually be a good idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, we still, like, go into the shop and make everything. I, honestly, we learn something from him almost every day. Yeah. Like, I think he's forgotten more than we'll ever learn. <laughs> no, but the video the video captures that and immortalizes it, right? It really just I'm, – I'm putting this out there because I think it's it's so you guys. If you're in the woodshed and you've got your grandpa, man. I mean, sorry. I, this is this will hit home. You can put the uh, – we can talk offline. Sorry. I'm getting excited. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Hopefully he's not as camera shy as Tony. But if he is, if you can do the Wilson. Remember that show where the Wilson, yeah. the next door neighbor, right? Yeah, and he just hides behind the lathe. He kind of hides behind the camera, and Tony's there too because he's camera shy, right? And then and Meredith's yeah. Meredith's right in there. You guys. Yeah. I, I didn't do this on purpose, but look, I I wanted to go because you you have a blog or you started one. You know, you you could call it a vlog. And you could pull the content from that, and you know, and still write it, and because you haven't updated it for a while, right? No, yeah, no. I started those. The plan was <laughs> to kind of have a blog every month, yeah. but life got away from me. That's well, for sure. <laughs> but it's a blog. It's a blog smoke. You can get that nice jacket. You know, the smoking jacket. Uh, you probably have one, don't you, Tony? No, I don't actually. No way. But you don't smoke. You, you don't. You don't smoke no. cigars. Okay. So I have one in my cupboard. <laughs> You've got one in the cupboard. You know, this reminds me, and I spent the time in the Middle East, the shisha pipe, you know, the, where they sit around and they have the flavored different tobaccos? Oh, yeah. We used to do that all the time growing up, actually. So you understand. So the, there are shisha bars everywhere in Calgary for a while. It was a very trendy thing to do. Yeah, and then, the, you know, if you inhale it or not inhale it, but it was just there, and the smells when you came past, you know, you, is it the same when you have the board going? Do you have that yes. kind of scent? Yeah, it's um, we like to call it cocktail theater. So, like when you walk to, walk into the restaurants, yeah. or like where where anyone's doing it, even in your house, the first thing you see is fire, and the second thing is you smell like uh, flavored smokes, like or different aromas. Well, you've got twenty seven hundred combinations. Is that yours, or that's just in general what can be done? That's what the, that's what can be done. That's what one like one H Empire has done with our product. They've yeah. turned it. They've they've taken our little product and turned it into something even crazier. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things, like, you can do that at home, too. You have five different woods. You can use whatever sugars you have in your house and, like, make all different kind of cocktails. Yeah. It's, but, a lot, it's supposed to be fun. How how long does one block last? Because you said that, so the kegs, those last, what, I don't know how many years. But that this this one block, it's not one burn. It burns several times, right? Oh, our product. 
products last anywhere from, if it's a small little wooden brick, it lasts from at least 50 cocktails all the way up to uh, 2,500 is our biggest product. Wow. For that, that many cocktails. Like, we made our cocktail our products to last. Like, we make a lot of drinks. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was originally designed for restaurant use. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure it was a product that restaurants didn't have to, like, could use over and over and over again. Else. What's the point? Yeah, I mean, there's no the barrier to. I mean, you can really amortize. There's, I mean, the selling. You put the selling side of it as an accountant. I would break it down, and if you get fifty versus the two thousand, the per drink or per cost is is minimal. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it, we also, it's like one of those drinks where if someone sees it across the room, they want it. <laughs> it's what's it called? The peacock effect. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's what some people call it, the peacock effect. It's like when you're in a brunch place and someone orders a Caesar, yeah. and all of a sudden three other Caesars pop up down the way. <laughs> I lo- no, I love that. I love it. I yeah. didn't know it was called the peacock effect. But literally, so it's like when you go, I want what that guy's having over there. It's just such yeah. a brilliant. He's peacocking, yeah. He's peacocking, yeah. It's, like it's he, a the, fundamental human nature. You always want what someone else has. <laughs> but that's incredible. So Because the... I mean, the, you see it across the room, but I thought it was the scent that catches the people's eye. I like that. The scent, it's, ca- right? It's multi-sensory, right? So yeah. you get to see that fire and like, what are they doing next to the table? Or like, yeah, yeah. Home, like, what are you doing? Why is there fire with your cocktail, right? There's this ultimate fascination with humans and fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the man. I mean, going back to that backdraft, there's that movie, Dennis Hopper. And he was, he, <laughs> if you remember the movie, right? And he, he was like, yeah, I'm reformed after 20 years in prison. And he just put the doll and there was a, the charred doll. And he just got it because, it, you know, fire was his life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So, <laughs> that's an old movie. Sorry. The references. But you mentioned it. But, you yeah. know, so the fi- going across the room and you see it. And really, what, an, what a powerful image. So do you have the videos for those to show the imagery? <laughs> we do have a lot of videos of people burning things yeah. and, like, making cocktails. <laughs> We have a lot of videos like that, actually. Yeah, they're actually going up in the next week. We have to edit them a little bit. But. We're doing editing right now. That's what we're doing during COVID right now. <laughs> the COVID era. But I mean, because the restaurants are hit hard. I had, we had, I've had several guests and, and the whole thing is, you know, I guess a lot of your customers have hit hard as well. Is there yeah, anything, yeah. anything unique that some of your customers are doing or you guys are doing from COVID? Like, I mean, I've found actually some of our old regulars that I know that used to get drinks at some of the restaurants we've got our stuff at have actually been finding us now. And they're like, we need an old fashioned. We need a cocktail. We need a smoked cocktail, which is really kind of cool. Um, so this was kind of the do at home. They wanted the home kit. They want the home kit. They want to be able to do it at home. They're like, well, I need to be able to do this. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get this again at a restaurant. Yeah. So we're going to have outdoor barbecues and we're going to have smoked cocktails. Which is like really, it's really cool to see people like, I need this. And I didn't, like, I didn't know that was a need, but I'm loving it. <laughs> well, if you look at the statistics, right, the, the alcohol and even cannabis, some of the, I'm not an expert, but you know, just people saying that the, the, the numbers are up dramatically yeah. through March and April, which I guess, and they were, the alcohol was deemed essential and I guess so was cannabis. Thank goodness. And what? <laughs> thank Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. But, well, definitely the beer has helped me through the day once or twice. No, it's incredible because you're at home. But the ideas, I mean, I've heard of a lot of innovation. Uh, is there anything that you, 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 you want to share that you're doing? Is there anything you're doing differently the last two months other than not doing your blogs? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I have to call you out on that. 
thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Yeah. Uh, well, we've. I mean, well, we really switched because, like, when COVID hit, we really switched to free shipping across Canada. Yeah. Just because we knew it was, we consider it kind of a luxury item, and sure. didn't want, you know, people were not going to work and stuff, and so we just thought we would get that payment out of the way. Um, yes, yeah, so we got free shipping, and now what we do is twice a week. Any orders in Calgary or Airtree Okotoks, we actually hand deliver twice oh, a nice. week. So that so we pack the car and we go on a tour of Calgary and the greater area. Have you? Because I was just listening to something about this that you know, even post COVID, but just the COVID and how the adjustment. Uh, you know, come it, you know, people, restaurants particularly have to have had to adjust, and it's. What you just said there really, you know, it, it, it's it's touching base when you can't touch base. So have you done a lot of, I guess, marketing on, on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that? We have increased our ads quite a bit. We've actually upped our budgets for them. And we're actually seeing a lot of clicks and impressions and people are spending a lot more time on social media, I guess. But yeah, it is forcing us to get out outside of our comfort zone. Like we worked with a lot of uh with our companies in Ontario doing like Instagram live events. Yes. Uh, we work with a company here in Calgary called YY, Feeding YYC. That's so, yeah. uh, Eric, Eric Young. He's on the, he's on the, uh, he was exactly. a friendly podcast. Yeah. And he's, yeah, so they approached us and we had two of our products. Every time somebody purchases one, we'll, we donate a meal to family in need. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So that was a really fun one, actually. That was very fun. Well, he really started. Fun. Eric started that with with forty. It's like I think it was something around Easter, and to feed forty, and I think he got over sixty the first time. So the, the and and really sharing the with local merchants, and he's really he's done well with that. So yeah, it was like Eric. It was Eric and Carol, and I think Carol called me the day before they were starting a two week promotion, and they're like, Tony, we need all of these things set up for tomorrow, so it's ready to go. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're in. Luckily, we have time. <laughs> you had that late. You had your lathe going uh, overtime. I mean, yeah, I was like right away. I'm like, do we have the product? Can we handle it? And good, absolutely. It was for good cause, right? So yeah, I oh, know it's incredible. Some if you look at some of the, the food bank across Canada, and even Deadpool, like Ryan Reynolds, he's done. Him and his wife have done things for, and he's Canadian, so it's kind of cool. But he he's done some a lot of work with uh, Instagram. Ah, uh, sorry, Instagram, with the food banks across Canada. So. He's a national treasure. So true. <laughs> <laughs> but the Deadpool reference, I, I every time I see him, I just can't get or that when he was in the get an old movie, the um oh gosh, the one where he was the professional student. I can't Oh uh, oh, Van, Van Wilder. Wilder. Van Wilder, yeah. yeah. Because it's ironic, his 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 Instagram handle is Van City at Van City, and that helps me you know, because I I don't know if it's Vancouver because he's from Vancouver or he's doing it from Van Wilder days. I don't know. I I, I don't know either. I, he's hilarious though. I like Love his. He's been doing videos where like he's like hiding, pretending to hide from his like mother-in-law, and it's so funny. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but there's oh, one I, so I heard. Funny. I heard he's done. They did the, the birthday gift uh, with a Photoshop of a, someone else, and so honey, it's been great. So she he sends the picture, and it's someone else photoshopped <laughs> in, and it's like it's like a family photo, and then she's done it back. Yeah, you're welcome, honey. Whatever. I, I haven't seen it, but again, it sounds pretty funny. Relationship goals, that's hilarious. So are you two in the wood shop now or are you just in the, the kitchen? Where are you? I mean, just to put the context context. 
We are in my dining room slash office. Okay, because you mentioned because Tony mentioned you 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 dial in from the uh, the wood shop. So I just want how many wood how much wood could a wood shop shop and wood shop could shop? No, how does that go? Come on, I'm you, sure. were, you were there. You were there. You said the wood shop wood. I just wanted you to. I just wanted to bait you two into that one. <laughs> I don't do those. I can't do that. <laughs> We don't do tongue twisters. But look, I think, okay, so here we go. To sum this up, we need to update the vlog, the blog to call it a vlog with the video on and you writing. YouTube. No, I heard yesterday, you know, if you get a thousand. So one of my guests, we were talking, he says, you know, I'm just getting people do YouTube. If you get a thousand subscribers, they pay you for content. I'm like, what? Because Facebook doesn't pay you. Instagram doesn't pay you. Twitter, Twitter doesn't pay you. But YouTube, if you can get enough subscribers, you can create a video of how to make a wood chipper or what? What's it called? The wood, the wood flavor. What do you call it? The smoking board. Yeah. How yeah. to board number one? Here's the lathe, right? You, I mean, literally do a how to show people how to make their own. I mean, I don't know if you want to do that. Me, sorry, <laughs> listeners, he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> it only takes a thousand subscribers on YouTube to start doing this. If you get a thousand, apparently you can reach back out, and I can put you in touch with. It was Thomas Deneva, uh, Deneve yesterday, and he, he said literally, if you get a thousand subscribers, you can turn around and say, YouTube, we've got a we have a sort of critical mass. Maybe it's not that easy, but they will pay you for content. So something like that. We need to figure this out. Yes, I like to be. But okay. I despise Internet of Things in the world. <laughs> it's an uphill battle, but we are learning. Guys. We, we can work together. TikTok? Have I said TikTok yet? No, but we've. I've been mentioning TikTok, and Tony was like, "No, Meredith, that's a fad." <laughs> it is a fad. I just don't want to use it personally. <laughs> Two point. You call it a fad? BBC or the CBC Toronto? Matthew Galloway. He literally featured a guy just before COVID who was a, a social media, and the guy sounded older than me. And I literally, he was like, he, he talked real sense, and it just made sense. But Gary Vaynerchuk, who I've, you know, kind of religiously over the last few years, he said, just even if you don't think it's for you, Tony, I'm, I'm talking to Tony now, Meredith, can you step? <laughs> even if you don't think it's for you, he says, just study it for three months or six months or whatever it is and see what resonates. <clears throat> and I, I've done it. And I, I don't mean it. I don't, I'm not on, I'm on TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok. I can share some things offline that I'm, I'm incredible, the hacks that people put on there. And you, if you dismiss it, you might find. But some work. Some do work. I mean, it has to work for you, not for me. Yeah. This is crazy. I've seen some videos from it, and some of them are actually incredible. Stuff people make on TikTok. Yeah. And it catches your eye, and you're drawn in. No, the guy, there was one. So he talked very quickly. He goes, look, 30 seconds, three hacks to make your own app. And two of them, so there was literally, that. there's a couple of Square. It's called Squarespace. That was his first one. I'm like, I know about Squarespace. So he caught my attention and I kind of listened to it. And he goes, this is more complicated. But in 30 seconds, he showed what, you know, you can just pause it. But he showed how you can do your own app as a small business person. It was, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. No, I think it was actually, my argument was it was great with our business. Because it's such a visual yes. product at the end of the day. Oh. You have the smoke swirling and then the glass, you come in with the glass and then the two together, you, see, you know when they used to light the Zambuca or whatever it is, the, you know, they, they'd give you the drink with it on fire, right? Yeah. I don't know if you do that with your drink, but you just throw that in there. Even if it isn't, you just show, oh, by the way. And, you know, the people, they, they can relate to that. At least the old guy like me can. 
it's a show. That's the, I mean, I'm not against it. It's just it's the editing. Well, that's the reason why we like one of the things we like most about what you know, like it's not necessarily a life or death product, but no, no. it does like very much entertain people. Kind of brings people together. You definitely remember it. Um, that's always what we kind of want to do is just have create a memorable experience for people. I heard you guys say a couple times in the words editing. I, you know, I, I literally understand your pain. And if you just get out of that and say, I'm not going to edit and just put the raw footage and let the market, like this is the kind of a Gary Vaynerchuk thing. Let the market tell you if it works or not. And so you can do more content versus the pain of, of trying to do the edits. I, I, I'm only saying that cause I just, I, I've got over that as well. I got over you and I talked, the three of us talked about the voices, right? Get over that. You get over, listen to your own voice. You'll get over to not editing. Just post it. Let the market tell you. Yeah. I wouldn't be against that because the hours you put into editing yeah. is actually quite incredible. Like, I appreciate people more and more for how much content they put out there because people on Instagram and YouTube, it's a full-time job. So you post the raw thing without without editing. If you get traction or you don't, that doesn't work, you do something else, then you can earn the right to hire somebody who can do that for you. Like, for instance, Andrew... Peloso from Vec Labs. He was an, a guest of the podcast. He learned all he needed to learn as his business is videography. He learned it all on the internet. He's got no certification. He told me, I, I don't have, I'm not certified. I just learned what I need to learn. But he's a videographer. Your specialty is the smoke and drink, right? And so just do some grainy film footage, like Sasquatch walking through the forest, right? You know that footage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? You can visualize it. And then you post that, and like you're worried about people, you know, that imaging or whatever the editing. Get that out of your fe- that fear, and, and boom. I, I I think that's the only thing I could t- I could say to you guys. Girls, I mean, we have a video that we could post. We just need to cut off the first seven minutes of me being afraid of taking the video camera. You mean the stop and start up. Wait, can I start again? <laughs> no, no, but that's that's brilliant. You just post it wherever you want to post it. Post it on For Facebook. Sure. Facebook one hundred and one. Here, post one. Tony didn't know what to do. Post two, Tony understood it really well. Post three, we're moving on. Yeah. Oh, my God, I should. Because there's me in the bathroom being like, Tony, just calm down. Oh, guys, come on. Okay, inf- go bury it somewhere in Facebook, but just bury it. Bury, bury. Get that over. Bury, bury. Bury used to work for us a long time ago. <laughs> guys. Yeah, I think in one of the videos, I was actually like, what's my name again? <laughs> oh, this, come on, this is brilliant, right? You, you just have fun with it, post it. Look, I, going back to Brendan, you know, in, in the UK, and he had this massive log, and they were trying to get it into the, into the, uh, into the van, and it was funny. I mean, literally, because he kept using the video, he kept showing it over, and it was one of those, if you take that, you know, the boomerang, right? Yeah. So you just do the boomerang, and you can just have fun. You know, nobody cares. The market cares. The market will tell you, don't do it again. Okay, I won't do it again. And you do it again next time, right? You just keep doing it right. until until you figure it out. Exactly. It'll be fun. Well, good. Guys, I learned about the peacock effect. I really think that's pretty cool. I want to know. I want to write. I want to hear your blog on that. I want to see the blog. That's a great idea. I'll get on it. <laughs> Probably. I've given you a lot of work, a lot of homework. You have. Work and now Tony can just glare at me, and <laughs> he has a partner on his side now. The nice thing about 
having like a business partner of two yeah. is that usually we can just outlast each other. There's no like ganging up or democracy. <laughs> you just, well, yeah, the pain is real. So look, this has been a lot of fun. If there's, you know, Meredith, Tony, you guys uh, really appreciate learning about, you know, I, I didn't know that you could smoke wood. I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't know you could with a drink. Ah, that's what I wanted to ask you. So what are the different types of alcohols that go? What's your favorite? Oh. Our, my personal favorite is bourbon all the way. Yeah. Um, it just goes really well with smoke because it's already, like, it ages in a smoked barrel. Right. So it always has that kind of, like, undertone of charness from the oak barrels. Uh, oh, okay. So does it have really to be good? Uh, sorry, what else is good? Tequila. Like, honestly, <laughs> If you love the smell of like a fresh like fire and like camping, yeah. and any kind of like if you like that vanilla from the oakiness, you can pretty much use it with any liquor. Yeah, I, I'm extremely mood based on my liquor consumption. When I make a cocktail, I'm like, what kind of what's the weather out today? How do I feel? Yeah. How tired am I? Yeah. But like we like we have the five different woods as well, so they all have a different sense of flavor. So there's like is like hickory that is like campfire and tobacco notes but then you've got the oak which is like vanilla and orange and chocolates but like it's, it's kind of fun it's you know you remind me so natalie goslin from vine styles uh it's literally she picks the wine based on not your mood but the type it's not the region but the type of meal and the style and to your point about the mood that's incredible i mean you you guys should talk i love that store oh you know you know that store okay so yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. That's the, that's the way I shop. That's the way I order food. That's the way I recommend drinks to people too. It's all based on what I'm feeling in the weather. Yeah. And it really works well with like what we're trying to do just because so much of like your sense of smell is actually really connected to like your emotional memory and by like, you know. So this the, back, cause you said that earlier about the senses, the connection to the senses, Meredith. I think you guys mentioned that. Yeah, so, like, aroma is, like, and your sense of smell is actually to be tied to emotional memory. So by, like, introducing an aroma to a drink, especially when you're having family around, you actually have a better chance of remembering that moment. Right. Because every single time you smell that oak or that fire, it's going to bring you back uh, to that time and place when you're with your friends and family. You know, this is incredible. You've opened my eyes, and I'm sure the two listeners on the Calgary podcast, the business, I mean... Literally, it's just, it's incredible. I, and the mood, how you feel, so you'll you'll have a, a burn for that, I guess, as it were, Tony. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, almost like that. Well, I'm feeling this today. I'm feeling like having maple smoke in like a vodka cocktail with a little bit of fruit juice. and Something bright and fresh or fresh yeah. and sweet. Yeah. Or I'm gardening. I need a drink this afternoon. If you're cold after shoveling the sidewalk and you want to warm up, a bourbon cocktail with walnut smoke. But do, so do you have a book? Have you done a book yet? Or we've One of our COVID things that we've been doing is Meredith has been creating a cocktail book. Yeah. So it's big enough already. It's going to be one of those things that we're just going to offer to download off our website once it's done. But it's going to be like different. But what you just said, it's raining today. This is my mood. This is my drink. Yeah. Really? Like bringing in those feelings, right? Yeah. So it's, we also want to give people resources on how to make cocktails because a lot of our customers are like, well, we want to do this, but we have no idea what we're doing. So we're trying to figure out ways to give them the resources. So like, they can use it anytime. So like one, one, like right now, my stepbrother is my 
uh, my is is the personal bartender for my parents right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's 13 years old, and oh. they're teaching him what to do <laughs> at home. Oh, this is Top Gun. Was that movie? No, with, with uh, Tom Cruise. It wasn't Top Gun. Oh, um, the, was it, was it risky? No, 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 no. The one where he's mixing no. drinks and everything in the bar. Like when Kyle does his flair bartending. What is it? Um, There's a song. Flair bartending. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what that is. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're training my 13-year-old stepbrother to test out whether or not someone who doesn't know anything about cocktailing can yeah. make cocktails for his parents. Like based off of our instructions. So no, but this is 13 year old can do it anyway. This is 101. We're going back to podcast, video, whatever you want to call it. And you're just showing him do the TikTok. Okay, you just brought the TikTok relevancy right there. Showing him, he's a kid. The, to- the most popular, vi- there was a TikTok for the the um, the Super Bowl this year. There was the TikToker and some old guy. I can't remember who the old guy was. Oh, God, you, you're on something right there. Bring the 13-year-old, bring him in. TikTok and Grandpa. T- yeah, that would actually be really cool. So, so he can do it. Everyone else can. Oh, this is great. Your book is, you've already written the book. If you remember Seinfeld, the coffee table book on coffee tables, you've got the smoke. <laughs> Right? You know it. This is it, right? This is the cocktail the cocktail book on smoking with, with yeah, whatever. You can come with you can come with the flare. Well, this is great. Really, really No, it's we have fun with it. That's the most important thing about doing this thing is we want to have fun while we run a business. Yeah. Like we're like we're two best friends that live a block and a half away from each other. And we are probably the first and last phone call every day. Okay, well, now you make us sound dependent. <laughs> we are totally codependent. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to go there. Podcast <laughs> listeners, please disregard the last remark. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be embedded in their memory forever. Uh, well, look, this, is, this has been fun. So how can, how can people find the, the Spirits with Smoke? Yeah. Uh, so www.spiritswithsmoke.ca, uh, and then we're on Instagram as Spirits with Smoke. Yeah. We're our like our products are also in, like Willow Park Wine and Spirits in the South. Yeah. Uh, Fine Arts. Uh, stuff for him on Eleventh downtown. Oh, uh, we're also in the liquor store in Airdrie, Sierra Springs. So okay. that way you don't have to. People want to get it. Wait is, wait, is the Willow Park one next? It's close to St. Jude's School. Do you know that uh, if you go down, there's a the Shoppers um, Drug. It's right by uh, South Center. Like if you know where South uh, Center Mall is. Yeah, no, that's boring. Because I, I was just no, no. My daughter played. Uh, she did went to the St. Jude Schools, which it's Willow. It's Willow Park. The, the, it's Willow Park. It's close to Fish Creek at the end of the. So yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Willow Park Wine Spirits, one of my favorite liquor stores. Yeah, it's probably the best liquor store in Calgary, to be honest with you. It's one of the biggest ones in Canada, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember I because I went out to school in Ontario. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm from Calgary. And someone was like, oh, do you know Willow Park Liquor Store? No way. Like, yes. Way. And to me, like, I grew up around there, so it was just like my local liquor store. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you had the fake ID. You had the fake ID, didn't you, Meredith? Come on. No, I did not. I did not. I mean, I definitely asked people to buy me liquor. <laughs> Well, good. This is really this has been fun, Tony and Meredith. This has been real fun. So you live in South Calgary then, or in the Willow Park area? Is that? Um, I grew up there. Uh, I live. I live in Beltline now. Oh, in the Mission. You guys are saying in the Mission District. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
Well, look, really stay safe and have for the rest of the social, whatever it is that the next phases. And I'm sure your, your, your customers are now opening. It sounds like people opening their doors and this is a trying time. And um, I think there's a lot to learn from different businesses that have been so creative over the last uh, couple of months. It's been incredible, really. Definitely been a good learning experience and it's kind of forced us to, you know, buckle down, which has been great. And yeah, I think we'll come out stronger after this, along with many, many other people. Yeah. Well, guys, have a great day and uh, and a good weekend as well. And what's so what's the mood for the weekend? Is it let's just say let's do two. It's forecast for rain and it's gonna be dark. Tony, what do you drink? Uh, or smoke. What do you have to smoke? Sorry. Smoke Manhattan's. Smoke Manhattan's. I would probably go with oak or maple. Okay. And I would do hickory smoke because it reminds me of like a cigar bar kind of yeah. feel. Um, and I would probably go for just a classical fashion. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's the forecast, so we're going to give you another chance. Sunny and hot, 25 degrees. You got to get outside. What do you? What's the drink? Tequila, uh, margarita, Ooh. a lime margarita, and I would probably go for a heavier smoke, like walnut, because I love like that mezcal kind of <laughs> flavor, yeah. smokiness, so yeah. I would go like walnut smoke with a lime margarita. With a lime margarita, well this is really, I mean that's fancy. Uh, Tony, you get a chance to rebut? It's going to be margarita as well, but I'm going to add fresh grapefruit juice, so squeeze a lime oh. and uh, maple smoke. Fresh grapefruit. Oh wow! I'm sending this down. I'm taking notes, so I don't have to. <laughs> grapefruit and the sorry and the lime. Grapefruit juice is very important. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's. I learned something all around the drinks that that make my own cocktails. I don't have the smoker, but we do have a little bit of tequila around, so I can I can try that. <laughs> Can't go wrong with tequila. Terrific. Thanks, Thanks oh. so much for this. Like we've actually learned a lot ourselves. <laughs> We can we can share offline and I, like these. I've been as you said the, the Gary Vaynerchuk and the social media side. I'm not a guru. I'm just an accountant who has it's fun and it, it is a lot of fun to banter these things. And you know it is it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy, but uh, you guys seem to have fun and you understand that. It's the most important part. Well, anyway, once again, thanks for the 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 uh, suggestions for the two listeners out there. If it rains or shines this weekend. Uh, Calgary Business Podcast will still go on. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. All right, guys, take care. You too as well. All right, bye-bye.